Welcome to episode 49 of the Knit British podcast. Knit British loves to support wool that's been grown, spun or dyed in the UK and encourages you to love your local wool. On this journey, through all the connections of Britishness in wool and knitting, I am your host Louise Scully. Today on the show I have some Edinburgh Yarn Festival vendor and class news. There's a lot more in this show, it's a long show, but I know that that sentence may have many of you jumping for joy and eager to know more, so grab a drink, grab a whip, and let's get going. Knit British is proud to be sponsored by the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Edinburgh Yarn Festival is Scotland's premier knitting event and is running next year from the 17th to the 19th of March. With workshops from world-class tutors such as Nancy Marchant, Amy Detjen, Isolde and Carol Feller. With a yarn-packed marketplace full of hand-picked vendors. With meetups, demos and the podcast lounge. Edinburgh Yarn Festival is truly a yarn lover's haven and a must on any yarn crafter's calendar. Click on the logo in the show notes or visit www.edinyarnfest.com. Hello and welcome in. I am putting up the virtual Christmas decorations for you today. There is no Christmas tree, but I have a lot of lights and wreaths and fake snow on the windows because there should always be snow. If there is no real snow, fake snow will have to do. To switch on the Knit British Christmas lights is the winner of the most engaged audience at the UK Podcasters Awards. I'd like to ask Jo Milmine to flick the switch, but unfortunately she's not here. Um, and you'll just have to imagine her because I can't, I can't do a shiny bees impression. <laughs> um, I don't really have Christmas lights, but if I did have Christmas lights, uh, award-winning Jo would be my honoured guest of choice. I hope you're all warm and starting to feel festive. I'm still still denying it a little bit, but um, thank you so much for your feedback from the last two episodes, particularly on the revelation that I now knit socks. I do I do feel I feel a little bit like Adele, but it's more like hello from the sock knit inside. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm on my secret fourth pair, a special pair for the lovely fella, so I can't say too much about that, just in case he's listening. Um, thank you for all your encouragement, and it's so lovely to hear that so many of you are new sock knitters this year too, and finding the, the oeuvre uh, this year, so it's lovely to be joining you uh, as a new sock knitter in 2015. I'm going to make two apologies for noise. It's really windy today uh, and our windows tend to make sort of accordion type noises or harmonica noises uh, when the wind blows. And also I've changed my chair today because I have a little bit of a sore back. So I'm in a comfier chair, but it it sort of 
oh, well, I can't get it to make a noise now as much as I'm moving it, but sometimes it, it has a little squeak. So apologies if you hear those. I'm in a slightly different area of the office today. So today I have a few things to tell you about. I already know that this is probably going to be quite a long show, so I hope that you have got provisions. I hope you've got plenty of knitting and you've got a giant mug of whatever to see you through. Christmas gift-wise, either for a knit-loving friend or for yourself, I have a couple of uh, excellent suggestions for you. I've got a review of Anna Maltz's new book Penguin and Knit Collection. I also have a cracking Kitsmas shopping idea for you. I have a little breed swatch along chat and with a focus on single farm yarns and what else? Oh yes! I can reveal some exclusive Edinburgh Yarn Festival news. If you are coming to Edinburgh in 2016 for the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, or if you are thinking about it, you really, really, really want to listen. So stay tuned for that. And without further ado, let's get on with the show. Actually, a little bit more of a do. Uh, I must mention that the sheep sounds in this podcast, once again, courtesy of my woolly mucker, Felix Ford, the sheep that are recorded in this today's episode are sheep from the Burland Croft Trail in Trondra in Shetland. Uh, Trondra Farm is owned by Mary and Tommy Eisbister and they're very committed to um, having, um, you know, they've got Shetland sheep, they've got Shetland ducks, they've got Shetland cattle. They're very interested in the Shetland breeds and preserving them and so... The, the sound, sheepy sounds you hear today mixed in with sleigh bells ever so festive because, because I don't know why, because I get these silly ideas sometimes. That They were recorded by Felix uh, in Shetland and to hear more of Felix's uh, baas and woolly sounds, you can go to soundcloud.com forward slash knitsonic to hear more. And thank you so much to her again. So first up, a new book that is waddling its way onto Knitter's bookshelves is Penguin, a knit collection, and it's from the very awesome Anna Maltz. I met Anna, who is otherwise known as Sweater Spotter on social media, at Shetland Wool Week this year, and you may know her from her regular pom-pom quarterly column uh, or similarly her incredible designs which have been featured in pom-pom. Anna is also an adventurer in knit and colour and anyone who follow, follows her on Instagram will know of her sweater spotting and her finely honed ability to colour match yarn to vintage cars. And when I met her in Shetland she told me about her forthcoming collection and for about the last week, we've all been delighted by sneaky peeky pics from the book on social media. Uh, and I'll read you the blurb on her website, shop.anamaltz.com. Love penguins? Love knitting? Then this is the book for you. There are 11 projects to cast on, from hats to cardigans to a cuddly toy. 
Animalt has come up with playful, clever and contemporary designs, all inspired by penguins, their striking plumage, caring nature and, of course, the way that they can withstand the cold. Any average knitter with an adventurous spirit can give these projects a go. The step-by-step patterns are interspersed with stories, photography and illustrations from Anna's creative community. Anna was very kind to send me a copy to review and like I said, if you've been delighted by those peaks of the book on Ravelry and on social media, let me just say you are going to be utterly thrilled with this book. At first I'm struck by the beautiful photography, it's playful and bold and and something about it just cuts a swathe through the winter gloom and just cheers me to the utter core. It's the, it's beautiful. Um, it's the the images capture the fun of the book and of the pieces and of Anna too. And in addition to those amazing photographs, there are really beautiful penguin illustrations in watercolor, um, in the end papers and throughout the book. And they're an utter joy, an absolute joy. I also really love reading Anna's beautiful prose in the book about her inspirations and the stories that are involved. And on the topic of inspirations, I'll just read you a little bit from the introduction. By looking closely and thinking hard, you can find inspiration for truly creative and surprising projects in unlikely subjects. As an artist, I have a history of creating knitted heroes, mermaids, invisible bunnies and those infamous nude suits to meld the fantastical, aspirational and everyday. This time I find my starting point in penguins. My context has shifted from the art world pre-internet to the hand-knitting community in a very digital age, but my motivation remains the same. To look, learn, make, question communicate, have fun and make friends. But why all the penguins? She sort of goes on to say, what is the link between penguins and knitting? Mull it over and both are about warmth and community and using these to survive against the odds. I see a natural affinity between this species and us knitters. Penguins are amazing, both in their dramatic appearance and in their behaviour. Utterly ridiculous, but in equal part astounding. They rarely fail to fascinate. While penguins are categorised as flightless birds, see them submerged in water and they seem to fly. On land they are waddly and toddly, yet in the water they twirl and twist with grace and speed. Perhaps above all else, I think we knitters share an admirable sense of determination and community spirit with these feathered friends. And there are 11 designs in the book inspired by our feather friends and they are uh, designed with yarns from the Fairies Wool Company. So Navia and Snailden and um, some of these fantastic yarns that um, I've talked about on the podcast before. I love all of these patterns, every single one of them. And, you know, when we talk about penguins as a theme we're not being beaten over the head with with that as a literal theme. There are so many different aspects of penguins and motifs associated with penguins are translated into these designs in really incredible ways. And we have Pinglewin, who is a pure white penguin who wears a removable and quite remarkable tuxedo. 
And I would say don't just stick with black in that tuxedo. He's incredible. And I saw um, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Glasgow and saw Leona from Fluff who'd been testing some of these patterns and she had brought her own penguin and he is he is so cute. It's really cute and I am not a toy knitter, but I did think I kinda of fancy I kinda of fancy knitting knitting a penguin toy. Um which this is just totally reminded me of a penguin story of my own. That once upon a time I had a stuffed penguin. <laughs> he had a little bit of an accident and met with a lit cigarette, the whole of his front was badly singed and he, I had to make him a t-shirt to wear. So I think that's possibly why Pinglewin find a little place in my heart because as I say, I'm not a toy knitter, but I did think, I think I need a Pinglewin in my life. Um, the f <laughs> That was such an aside, I'm so sorry. Um, the fledgling mittens and the anti-freeze socks give me the warm fuzzies. Uh, the fledgling mittens feature a colour work a design of little baby penguins, uh, the, the little faces are so sweet. I don't know why I've gone into baby talk. I'm so sorry. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And the anti-free socks too, a nice dash of colour in those. Um, I absolutely love the boxy sweater Humboldt, which has a really bold graphic print and it uses Anna's technique of Marlisle which if you're at Shetland Wool Week, you might have taken her class in this technique. And also if you are going to Edinburgh Yarn Festival next year, more on that later, you might have booked yourself on, on this class too. There are three hats, a cowl, mitts, socks, a shawl, a, an incredible shawl, three garments, and each one is different, yet so intrinsically linked to all things Penguin in such dynamic and um, delightful ways. And, you know, when I look through this book, I, I see the Knit Explorer, I see the Colour Lover, I see the vintage flair that Anna has. Oh my goodness, the Teenguin cardigan with its all-over lace. It has this incredible loop stitch yoke, which is sort of emblematic of juvenile penguins as they start to molt. The dash of vintage in that is just beautiful. And as I said, there's also incredible graphic prints and um, bold uses of colour. And there is such a lot to love about this book. A lot, a lot. In addition to, as I've already mentioned, the beautiful photography and those gorgeous watercolour illustrations. The layout is fantastic, the instructions are incredibly helpful, um, the schematics that are included in the book are, are excellent and throughout the book there are great stories too. And it costs £18.50. You can buy it from shop.animalts.com. You can also probably find it in your local yarn stores too. I would say if you are buying Penguin a knit collection then you really are in for a delightful treat and ever since I got the digital copy I have gone back and looked at it I don't know how many times it's I keep using the word delight but it is an utter delight 
uh, to look at and to absorb and it's it's incredible and it's Anna's first collection and I hope we all hope it is the first of very many thank you so much Anna for for let me have a look at that book if you've been following my kitsmas posts on the blog you will have been reading about lots of wonderful yarn and pattern and craft kits from indies and small businesses and I'm excited to tell you that there is another to make mention of. Now, as I record this, I have to say that it's not online yet. So this is a little bit of an exclusive. Perhaps by the time this goes out, it will have been in the shop for a few days and won't be so exclusive. Um, if you are looking for a great yarn and pattern combo kit, Chopped Ginger, who you will have heard me talk about on the show before, have something that you're going to love. Of course, Chop Ginger is wool, the wool project run by Sarian Leder, who works with small farms to create single breed, single flock yarns. And I told you about her wonderful Teaswater a couple of episodes ago and her Wensleydale a, few, uh, a good few episodes ago. The Teaswater yarns are from a flock in Yorkshire and... This yarn is available in fingering, double knit and aran and as well as the natural colour, a creamy golden hue which has to be seen to be believed, uh, Jess from Ginger Twist Studio has created a unique dyed colour inspired by The Secret Garden, the book by Frances Hodgson Burnett called Misselthwaite Manor. And in addition to that, Sarianne has also dyed two complementary shades, naturally dyed with logwood. So we have three dyed shades, blues and purples, starting with a really fresh icy blue through to violets and lavenders. And, and I'll try and put pictures on, on the show notes so that you can see. Because these colours go so fantastically well together, Sarianne has created kits with Claire Devine's chamomile hat pattern. And you might remember that this is the hat that I totally fell in love with because of its beautiful textured stripes. The kit contains the natural colour for the main body of the hat and the three dyed shades uh, for the stripes. I think there are six, five or six stripes altogether. As I said, the details aren't on the website yet. But if you are looking for a gift for yourself or the yarn loving friend or partner in your life this is a really special kit you know I've talked about Claire's patterns before you know that they are really great patterns um, fantastic for new knitters as well the information in the pattern is so beautifully laid out and there are always links to tutorials or anything that you need to know the yarn is incredible you're not gonna find such a fantastic single breed, single flock yarn in a kit like this, you know, this Christmas anywhere else but a chopped ginger. So I would say, although I can't tell you the cost and the, the availability, I would say follow Chopped Ginger on social media so that you can be informed of any updates and go to choppedginger.com, watch the shop there. And thank you so much to Sarianne for letting me um, tell you about that. Now, who would like some Edinburgh Yarn Festival exclusive teaser news? Nobody? No? 
Okay, well, I'll move on to the next thing then. <laughs> I'm so cruel. Um, remember last time that I said that Edinburgh Yarn Festival classes had sold out and you all did sad faces because some of you missed out on, on classes that you really wanted to do? Well, I can reveal that more classes will be added. That's right, more classes are going to be added to next year's Edinburgh Yarn Festival. There will be around 13 extra classes to be exact, I think, and there might be more. What I can't tell you is I can't reveal which classes and teachers are going to be added, but Edinburgh Yarn Festival have been extremely kind in letting me reveal to you the news that more will be added so what you really need to do is get tuned in to Edinburgh Yarn Festival's social media channels and sign up for their newsletter at edinyarnfest.com. If you missed out on classes or you've only just decided that you're going to be going to Edinburgh um, from the 17th to the 19th of March next year then this is a way for you to be able to to take part in a class. Um, what I can say is that there could be a chance to get in on a class that you thought you missed out on before, but there are going to be new classes too. There could be spinning, there might be crochet, there might be classes which feature knitting techniques, and I think I can definitely say that there are going to be classes which feature colour. So if you are sad that you you know you missed out on a, on a class with a tutor that you really wanted to to take a class from, you're the guys who really need to be tuned into to Edinburgh Yarn Festival and and their blog and their social media. Very soon, more information is going to be revealed on this. Very soon, um, it's incredibly exciting and. Something else that I can reveal is that five of the classes will be over the Friday and Saturday of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, but the bulk of the classes will be on the Sunday. So now Edinburgh Yarn Festival spans four days in March 2016. The 17th, the 18th, the 19th, and now the 20th. So classes will be running Thursday to Sunday with the marketplace on the Friday and Saturday. The final crossing of the T's and dotting of the I's is going on at Edinburgh Yarn Festival HQ as we speak. So do start stalking their website, join their newsletter, follow them on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter because this is going to be your chance to try and get on one of those classes. Thank you so, so, so much to Mika and Joe for giving me that little exclusive teaser to you. I know some of you are still hopping up and down, wanting to know more. That's as much as I can tell you. I can tell you no more. Well, actually, that's not strictly true. I can tell you a lot more because classes aside, there is, of course, the awesome vendor marketplace and while the list has not been made public I have it in front of me <laughs> I 
And what's more, I am allowed to tell you some of the incredible vendors heading to Edinburgh Yarn Festival in 2016. Are you excited? Are you excited? I am very excited and I've got the full list in front of me. One or two vendors are still to be revealed. So the full list is not going to be published. And don't go looking over at knitbritish.net either because I'm not going to be putting, putting the list up there. Do you remember last year I read out the entire list of vendors? without taking a breath and then I nearly fainted because I was lacking oxygen. I'm not going to do that this year. I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do today, right now, is tell you who's going to be new to Edinburgh Yarn Festival in 2016. So these are some of the vendors who are going to be attending Edinburgh Yarn Festival for the first time. Some you know and love and others will be brand new to you. So before I begin, let's set the scene to last year's Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Some of you listening will know this, others you'll have to just imagine that we go through those double doors into an exciting, bustling vendor market. Aisles of stalls brimming with all of the things that a yarn lover could possibly wish for. Oh, there were yarns aplenty, but of course there were so much more than wool. There was spinning and weaving, there was knitting and crochet focus, there were books and patterns and stitch markers, incredible bags and tools, vendors selected with the crafter in mind. And all of those delights we could ever wish for or imagine. As Edinburgh Yarn Festival, Joe and Mika put it themselves, it was the yarn lovers department store for an entire weekend. So let's stay in the marketplace and let's try not to walk around with our mouths agape. Let's avoid the knitters with sharp elbows as my lacy to my cagney, Louise Hunt calls them, who are trying to budge past. Now let's just have a little disclaimer before we go on. I'm creating an imaginary marketplace in your mind. This is not the layout of the marketplace, I don't know what that is, but just indulge me as we start walking around the marketplace. And here is our first vendor, Beyond Measure. This is a company dedicated to working with talented craftspeople and small businesses in the UK to create fine leather goods, ceramic buttons, textile inspired jewellery, vintage treasures and practical tools. Carrying on around the marketplace, who is this? It is Blacker Yarns. Attending Edinburgh Yarn Festival for the first time and also I think their first Scottish event. 100% pure natural British breed yarns from Blacker Yarns. If you listen to this podcast, you will know that they need no other introductions. How incredible to welcome Blacker Yarns to Edinburgh. Your wool-loving fingers are twitching already, aren't they? I can tell. Round the corner and you'll find Di Gilpin and Emma Lamb setting up their stalls. Di is a knitting designer, working from croft to couture. She also has a range of her own yarns. Emma is a crochet designer and one of the tutors next year at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And she has recently released a beautiful book called Crochet Home, which is a gorgeous book. If any of you um, crochet, that might be one for your Christmas lists. 
keep walking around the market, bustling past people. You'll end up at Fig Tree Yarns from Jersey, who are bringing yarns from artisan producers and a yarn switcher hand-dyed. Further on, there's Janie Crow, who is a knit and crochet designer, and she will be attending Edinburgh for the first time. As we're rounding the next corner, I can see Kettle Yarn Company. The lovely Linda Lenovic will be there with her incredibly soft and lustrous luxury hand-dyed yarns. That is really exciting. I'm so glad and so excited that Kettle Yarn Company is going to be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Also going to be attending for the first time is the Knitting Goddess. And if you're looking for hand-dyed British yarns, you don't want to miss Joy Stall. And if you listen to this podcast regularly, you will know my big love for the Knitting Goddess and her incredible yarns. The little grey girl is Gemma Dudley and she started her business this year. She has handcrafted stitch markers and beautiful project bags and really excited that she's going to be there. And keeping up with the grey theme... As we meander through the marketplace, Little Grey Sheep will be there with their Gotland yarn and hand-dyed yarn. I'm very excited about that. Keep moving on though, because there's still a lot to see, like New Lanark. New Lanark, for so many of us, have our go-to yarns for sweaters and garments, all spun to traditional methods at the World Heritage Site at New Lanark. I can imagine lots of yarn budgets will be parted with. It's going to be a very popular one. Pink Hazel is another new name to me and perhaps to lots of you. This is Annette, who is based in the Netherlands, and she will be bringing her incredible project bags of all sizes and handmade needle and hook organisers. The Queen of Pearls, Zoe, who has a shop in Glasgow. She's going to be there next year. I am sure she will be bringing lots of her own hand-dyed yarn. I hope she brings some of her North Ronaldsey hand-dyed. Spin City is going to be vending there. And Louise of Spin City makes beautiful drop spindles with resin whorls encasing flowers, petals, glitter, images, stickers. And they're very special spindles indeed. I bought one at Yarndale a couple of years ago. Stephen and Penelope are bringing their yarn paradise from Amsterdam straight to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And I know there were lots of excited gasps that you just let out there. Um, Stephen West, of course, taught at this year's Edinburgh Yarn Festival and appeared at Zolde Stand. Like, lots of excitement about that. Tall Yarns, purveyor of luxury yarns and knitting tools. And another exciting international vendor... La Bien M.A., the sister shop to Loisiveté in, in Paris. Such an international flavour at Edinburgh Yarn Festival 2016. Also, the Buffalo Wool Company will be uh, there from the US with their bison wool products, everybody. Bison and wool blend yarns. And now I am totally considering not knitting British just to try out they're incredible yarns. Do have a look at their website. In fact, have a look at all of these sites that I've just mentioned. I will make sure that I put them in the show notes. Bison fibre, I mean 14 to 18 microns. We're going to want to try that, you soft, soft people. Let's take the last corner 
in the marketplace. And we find the Wool Kitchen, who's Helen Reed in an urban hand dyer based in London. And we also have the Travel Knitter, hand dyer Larissa. There's Townend Alpacas, who I've talked about on the show before with their incredibly soft Cumbrian alpaca yarn. The wondrous Triskelion yarns, hand-dyed British wool from Wales, are going to be there. London-based yarn shop Wild and Wooly will be attending. And just as we make it back to the doors, Volmais have a stopping in our tracks. I hope you enjoyed that little imaginary wander around the marketplace and please remember that that's not the layout. <laughs> I'm sure you will agree that those vendors are incredibly exciting and of course I've not even mentioned those vendors who are making a return trip. That is just a very small selection. There's going to be of course vendors like Bahram U, like Toft, like Pearlescence, like Whistlebear, like Jimison's of Shetland and Isolda. All those guys are back and more. I won't say any more than that. I hope that's enough to have your appetite well and truly whetted. And I hope you enjoyed the sounds there of the hubbub of Edinburgh Yarn Festival 2015 recorded in the marketplace. Again, you really, 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 really want to be tuned to Edinburgh Yarn Festival's social media channels and sign up to their newsletters, watch their blog. You don't want to miss out on any of the news, particularly when that vendor list goes public, when those classes and tutors are announced, and when the tickets are going on sale. Thank you so much to Mika and Joe for letting me give such an excellent and exciting exclusive tease of Edinburgh Yarn Festival 2016. Now, small gesture swap. I mentioned this in the last podcast. Sign-ups are now open in the Knit British Ravelry group for the small gestures pattern swap. And I'm going to close the sign-ups on the 18th of December at 12pm UK time, after which I will pair you up with your partners and then you will go and buy them a pattern from their wish list, which is just an easy and lovely gift that we all deserve, don't we? We all deserve something something lovely. You must buy the gift pattern by Christmas Eve. There is also a thread from last year where, where people showed off the knits that they'd made from the swap. It's not a cal, but if you do want to show, sort of show your progress and your finished objects, then that is the thread for you. And um, I'm gonna just leave that open for the Small Gestures projects for 2016. And on the subject of, of alongs, although <laughs> the small gesture swap is not a cal, um, the breed swatch along is still going strong and it's so incredible to see people exploring breed specific wool and getting really excited about it. And if you're following November last month, you'll know that that was all about throwing a light on small producers and taking part in the breed swatch long is a phenomenal way to support small wool businesses and particularly farms who are selling their own yarns. Jane Cooper, who runs the woolsack.org website, has created an amazing database of stockists of British wool and small producers. But recently she's created a page for wool from single farms, um, so single farm yarns at Woolsack. And this is a really valuable resource as wool explorers and detectives such as we are, it's worth a browse for single breed, single firm yarn. 
It's at woolsack.org forward slash single farm yarns. And Jane and our team of volunteers have just done such an awesome job of uh, keeping that wool stockist database so worth falling down the woolsack rabbit hole. And I also want to say thanks to Lee, uh, to Lee from the Luli podcast, um, who sent me a message to say that the Breed Swatch Along is also a really great opportunity to give feedback to small producers of your Swatch Along yarn. And I think that is really important. By creating our Swatch Along notes, we are creating a great in-depth review for people who want to maybe try knitting with single breed yarns. And by sharing your findings with the yarn provider, you might be giving them a perspective that they may not ordinarily um, have because not they're not necessarily knitters or crafters. Having a perspective from a knitter or a crocheter about their yarn really is adding a dimension that they might not normally have access to. By providing them with your review, it would also help them to describe and, and possibly market their yarn in a way that's more geared towards what wool lovers are looking for and could really help to bridge that gap for them. So thanks so much to Lee for her great suggestion. And yes, if you're able to and you want to, let the person know that you who you bought the yarn from your review of their product. And what better way to support small businesses as well, particularly at this time of year where big businesses are offering the kind of crazy discounts that small businesses just can't compete with. And as an aside, let me just say, small rant coming up. Um, do you know that I heard from three different small yarn businesses the other week? On Black Friday, they had customers coming in looking for big Black Friday discounts. Now, I say love your lo local yarn store and your small wool business and support them in your Christmas shopping and don't ask for a discount. <laughs> Do you know how hard they work all year round? I mean, some businesses and designers really struggle to offer any sales and any discounts at any time of the year, never mind Christmas. You know, if you're looking for Black Friday-esque discounts, then go to the non-taxpaying big sellers who can afford to stack them high and sell them low. But by supporting small businesses, you're getting something really unique. And I don't know if we should ask for a discount on things like that. Certainly not this time of year. Go and love your small business um, today. And that's the end of my rant. <laughs> Um, I need to remind you that there are three giveaways on the blog at the moment. One is for a Cornish Gansey cowl kit from the Cornish Gansey company and uh, the, from the lovely Tina Barrett. Do go over and read the interview that I did with her um, earlier on designing Gansies. Louise Tilbrook was on the blog talking about natural gradients and she is a pattern giveaway. Um, natural, give natural gradients posts were really popular and thank you very much for your interest and feedback on them and natural gradients are also going to be high on the agenda uh, for Knit British in the new year so come back for the next podcast to hear a little bit more about that and also there is a 100% British wool hat kit courtesy of the lovely Sarah Hazel which is was designed in collaboration with the wool shed and their natural dyed lane yarn um, is incredible. Um, so go to Knit British to find those posts and how you can enter.
let's say hello to the new kids in the Ravelry group and let me also just say hello to everyone who's taken the time to send me a message, send me an email, send me a tweet, send me an Instagram and also leave reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and at the podcast directory. Thank you so much for that. New in the Ravelry group this week, we have Marion Plus, who is Marion from Germany. We've got Magpie Squee, who is Emmy from Sweden. There's Squibbled Pink, who is Belle from Eastbourne in England. There's Knits and Quilts, who is uh, Leanne from New Plymouth in New Zealand. Nice to have you joining in the group. There's Carrie A, who is uh, Carrie from Canterbury in the UK. And there's Francesca Ma, Francesca from Denmark. Welcome in, all you new guys. And hello to everyone over at the Knit British Ravelry group, especially those of you who are taking part in the in the chat there. I know there are a few board lurkers and I always like to say hi to you guys too. There is a, a good bit of chat going on this week. We've got a favourite festive films thread going on. Uh, so come over and chat about your favourite Christmassy movies. They don't even have to be Christmassy. To be fair, we've got a lot of musicals in there, films associated with um, the sort of winter holidays and things like that. So come over and have a wee chat about that. That's that's been a fun thread. That's I've tried to it's been trying to get me into the Christmas spirit a little bit by by uh, starting that thread. And don't forget, if you're looking for um, some British rules suggestions for either for a partic- what to knit with a particular breed yarn or what yarn would be best suited for your knitting needs sweaters or accessories there is a thread there for British wheel suggestions and questions and uh, there's always a lot of good chat in the Knit British Ravelry group so um, thank you for the community there and if you're not already a member why not join? I'm going to be back on, there's going to be um, an episode on Monday the 21st of December which is going to be the last episode of this year. I might keep the look back at 2015 for the new year but there's definitely going to be some end of the year silliness. Um, I might just have one or two outtakes from this year that I've been saving up for such an occasion Um, and uh, also um, a rather funny sheepy musical interlude uh, too so do come back on Monday the 21st um, for that. I would like to thank uh, everybody who has been involved in bringing you today's show to Anna Maltz sending me that copy of her new knit collection Penguin and to today's show sponsor Edinburgh Yarn Festival all of those incredibly awesome wonderful sneaky peeks um, and exclusive treats at what you can expect from Edinburgh Yarn Festival 2016. For now Take good care. I will chat to you again very soon. And my neighbour's hammering also ushers out a fond farewell. Thanks for listening to the Knit British podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British and I'm on Ravelry as Lyra.